Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, another casualty in the ECHL, and we finally have a schedule for the World Junior Championships. All of this and more on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everybody? It is Tuesday. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, coming to you from Southern California. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. What else can I say? Oh, make sure to listen to all the podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. All right, we're going to get right into it today. So the ECHL had yet another casualty this morning as it was just announced about 15 minutes ago as I'm recording this that the Norfolk Admirals have officially decided to not play this season. You heard that right. They are the second team officially, by the way. I'm not going to say unofficially. I'm going to say officially to opt out for this season because of the league's COVID-19 voluntary suspension policy. That means that they get to voluntarily not play for a season because of COVID and to give reasons for COVID. So this is a release from the ECHL and from the Norfolk Admirals. The safety of the Admirals player staff and the community combines with the state's COVID-19 restrictions on limiting Norfolk scope to a 1,000 person capacity limit has led to the decision. That's a big thing I want to point out. Norfolk has a 1,000 person capacity and that is it. No more than that. This is from the Admiral CEO Patrick Kavanaugh. Quote, This has been a grueling decision. We have been seeking every opportunity to play since the spring, but ultimately the health and safety of our community and the admirals is the primary objective. End quote. So what? here's what else he said. Quote, With 31 years of admirals hockey, we look forward to continuing where we left off last season with sellout crowds in 2021. We expect a new level of excitement for admirals hockey in the post-COVID environment that our Hampton Roads community will rally upon. End quote. A couple of things to keep in mind here. Number one, because of the thousand person capacity limit, that means that Norfolk is going to have a hard time being able to garner back some of that money with only a thousand paid tickets. And something else to keep in mind, there is usually in these minor league teams over a thousand season seats. So what, are you going to split up the season ticket holders game by game? They're not going to be able to sell tickets just outright on the box office. It's going to be limited to season ticket holders and not all of them at that. So with only a thousand seats, they're not going to be able to recoup that money. So it's better to just cancel the season altogether for the team. As I mentioned before, the 13 teams that are in it, those are all teams that have much looser restrictions. Teams in South Carolina teams in Florida, Kansas, Texas. You get the idea. They're allowing several fans into their stadiums and facilities. Florida, they obviously have no idea how this is going to affect their community. But hey, we're going to let fans in anyway. We don't know how COVID is going to play out, even though there's 4,000 new cases a day. Yeah, we're just going to let this one play out and let fans gather, sometimes without masks. That's fine for them, I guess. Look at Texas. They're allowing 11,000 fans into the World Series this week. So they obviously don't mind. They can run at 25 to 30% capacity. That's a few thousand fans. They can sell those tickets easily, no problem at all. Because that's what they averaged anyway. 
So that's the main thing. It's going to be the attendance issues, and it's also going to be the cross-country issues, which is going to be a big reason why we're going to see even more cancellations down the line. I've mentioned a couple teams already that are very likely to suspend their season. I mentioned the Newfoundland Growlers. They're very likely, and just from the grapevine, they're very likely to cancel their season as well, which is a big shame because they were one of the top teams in the ECHL two seasons ago. They were doing good last season as well before the unfortunate lockouts. Then you have the fact that there are teams in places that have pretty tight restrictions as it is. You look at Ontario, Canada, the Brampton Beast. Toronto area has been surging a little bit. They might not play. The Newfoundland Grounders, or Growlers rather, they're most likely not to play. The Worcester Railers, I don't know about them either. The Adirondack Thunder in New York, I sincerely doubt they're going to play this season. And then you have teams like Tulsa, Wichita, Orlando, Jacksonville, South Carolina, Wheeling, and West Virginia. I get that. It is based state by state. But with the amount of teams that are already in it, there's not going to be many more that's going to play in the upcoming season. Uh, the one wild card here, Utah did announce they're going to play, but Idaho did not. Idaho has some weird restrictions. I don't know if they're going to play at all since the teams just to the east of them are playing. So I'm almost expecting the Idaho Steelheads to opt out for their season as well. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that bit of news as the fall rolls on. We're going to head into our first intermission rather quickly. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Family owned and operated for over 20 years. Why shop anywhere else when you can get the car parts you need for half the price or a fraction of the price? You don't have to go to a big box store. You can go to rockauto.com and get parts for any type of car you have, whether it's a Toyota, a Chevy, a Ford, rockauto.com has the parts for you. So go to rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about us box, tell them that Locked On sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Coming up after the intermission, we're going to go in depth with the WJCs. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and this podcast is brought to you by Built Go. Are you trying to break that fourth wall like I am right now talking to you guys or trying to break through any kind of wall? Then please check out BuiltGo.com because whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Built Go every day. This comes in an easy-to-take one-and-a-half-ounce package. Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Put it in your golf bag to power through the back nine. Put it in your hockey bag to power through overtime or double overtime or five overtimes like a certain hockey team did. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like five-hour energy without that same crash feeling. Can you tell I had some before this podcast? It comes in three delicious flavors like peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. It's like a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. So once again, no crash for you. How does it work so well? It has collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, so it gets to the system fast. It's loaded with great stuff like beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine, and also has B6 and B12. So 
go to builtgo.com, enter the promo code LOCKED to get 20% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go! And let's go talk about the World Junior Championships. Everyone's favorite Junior Championships is back. And guess what? Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Because instead of starting on Boxing Day... Yeah, they're not starting on Boxing Day this year. They're going to start on Christmas Day. Well, there's reasons for that. One, there's not going to be any fans. And two, they're not going to pack all these games in one day because it is only going to be in one bubble this year. Well, what the heck does that mean? Well, as announced, the opening day schedule did come out and then the press release came out a little bit after that with the entire schedule. Okay, so the reason it's going to begin on December 25th is because you can't have four or five games a day. Typically, the WJCs will play in two venues. It was supposed to play in Edmonton and Red Deer as previously planned. In fact, here is the press release. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic and thorough discussions between the IIHF, Hockey Canada, and the provincial and federal health authorities, the 2021 WJC cannot take place in full arenas in Edmonton and Red Deer as planned. Instead, it will be played in a competition bubble without spectators at Rogers Place in Edmonton. Hmm, does that sound familiar, folks? Why, it is familiar. You know why? Because the Stanley Cup was just awarded there recently. Yes, that same exact bubble that was at Rogers Place in Edmonton is going to be the same exact type of bubble for the juniors. Yeah, it was a very, very successful bubble in Edmonton. And they have a fantastic facility in the Ice District. I've talked about those facilities several times. They have practice facilities directly adjacent to the rink. So they have that advantage. The hotel is connected by a walkway. So you can really enclose everything. And Edmonton's used to doing this. They are already used to doing this for the NHL. So it is going to be pretty much the same type of deal for the players coming in for this tournament in Edmonton once again. Yeah, they know how to do it already. They've been through this before. They had a plethora of hockey teams there. In fact, in that Edmonton bubble, they had 12 full Western Conference teams in that bubble. In this bubble, it's only 10 teams. They can handle 10 teams. They can do it. And all 10 teams are going to play at the same venue. So the schedule is going to be a little bit different than we're used to. In fact, here is the schedule for the opening two days. On Christmas morning. See, Christmas morning, we're used to having NBA basketball on Christmas morning. You know, you'd wake up, you'd open your presents, you'd go through a couple of them. Then you see the first NBA game at around 9 o'clock Pacific time. Then you open a couple more presents. You might, might have some family coming over. Then you watch the 11.30 game or the noon game. Then you probably have some lunch. Okay, then you watch the 2.30 game, which is typically on NBA on ABC because I've watched plenty of basketball on Christmas Day. And usually the Lakers are playing on Christmas Day anyway. So at some point, you're going to see LeBron James on your screen on Christmas Day because LeBron James. But there is no NBA on Christmas this year. So we get World Junior Championships hockey instead. That's that's an adequate gift, I think. So the schedule, all times Pacific, by the way. 11 a.m., Switzerland versus Slovakia. 
All right. Then at what time is this? Is this three? Yeah, this would be three p.m. Pacific time. Germany versus Finland. Then you have about six o'clock Pacific time. Russia versus the United States of America. Oh boy. And I should correct myself. 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Russia versus the USA. That's on Christmas Day. The day after. Boxing Day. You have Sweden versus the Czech Republic. Then you have Germany versus Canada. And then USA versus Austria. We've got some good matchups here. So those are your 10 teams that are going to be in this, I guess, COVID bubble. And we'll talk about that more after the second intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the spooky edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, we're only 11 days till Halloween. So I figure why not bust out some of the Halloween music that I used last year and use it again this year because it is that time of year. Even though there isn't going to be a whole lot of trick-or-treating this year, it is still Halloween time. It is still, I guess, a holiday. So I thought we'd reflect that. And it is kind of spooky that we are going to not have hockey on Halloween Day. That is weird, by the way. But there is still WJCs to talk about. I just went over the schedule for the first couple of days. Now let's talk about the teams that are in it. Or rather the country. I shouldn't say teams. The countries. There are 10 countries taking place instead of the usual 12 teams. And the reason for that is because, you know, 12 teams is going to be a little bit tough. And also... There's not going to be a relegation round. I'll get to that in a second. So there's going to be three games per day in the group stage. Here are the groups in play. In group A, you have Canada, Finland, Switzerland, Slovakia, and Germany. Then in group B, get ready for this, folks. You have Russia, Sweden, USA, Czech Republic, Austria, Oh, that Group B is going to be a tough group. Uh, the preliminary round is going to end on New Year's Eve with Canada versus Finland and USA versus Sweden. Holy crap, that's going to be big. Then the first round is going to begin on January 2nd, and then the following round will take place shortly after that. There are no lower divisions. Since the lower divisions have been canceled... There will be no relegated teams and consequently no relegation round. So once you're done, you're done, you go home. And this is to make it easier for the bubbles. That way the bubbles can reduce to eight, then four, and so forth. And that's really the sole reason behind that is so they can do something similar to how the NHL tournament was being run. And this is from Riley Wequar, the executive director of the WJC's organizing committee. Here's a quote that he had. Quote, A tremendous amount of planning has been underway for almost two years, and announcing the schedule signifies how close we are to puck drop. After announcing the return of the tournament last month, there is a feeling, even knowing there won't be fans in the building, of excitement and anticipation across the province and extending across the country as fans get set to cheer on the future stars of the game. End quote. Teams are going to travel there the week before Christmas, and they're going to try to get to the bubble early, one for testing, and to have a few exhibition games to kind of warm up and get ready for the World Juniors. 
I would assume that most of these games are going to be shown on NHL Network because what else are they going to show around that time? ECHL Hockey? We just talked about that. There's not going to be a whole lot of TV deals for the ECHL. I will go more in-depth with the prospects on tomorrow's podcast, but I just want to point out that there is going to be some baby ducks that could be playing in the World Juniors from four different countries. And there's a couple big names that I want to get to. One of those is going to be Lucas Dostal from the Czech Republic. I don't know if he's going to play. He might not be eligible, so I don't think he's going to be there. But Matthew Hill from Canada, he could be there. Then you look at Jackson Lacombe, Henry Thrun from the United States. Guess who else is going to likely play? The Ducks' first round draft picks. Jamie Drysdale from Canada. You can certainly expect him to play at the WJCs this year. One of the top defensemen in Canada. Actually, the top defenseman in Canada. He's very likely going to play from what I've heard. And same with Jacob Perot, also from Canada. So, Ducks fans, if you're going to root for a team other than the United States, why not root for Canada? Because you've got two fantastic up-and-coming players, both first-rounders. Jacob Perot, Jamie Drysdale, both expected to play at the WJCs this year. Then you also have Timo Nikol from Austria. He's expected to play. Ian Moore from the United States. He's also expected to play. And then you have Sam Colangelo from the United States, the right winger. He's very likely going to play. And then you have Braden Tracy, also from Canada. He is eligible. Man, Canada is stacked this year with some great Ducks talent. And then you have Albin Sundsvik from Sweden because you have to have a Swede play in the WJCs that's drafted by the Ducks, right? Because the Ducks are used to having Swedes. Isaac Lundestrom, he's playing overseas right now. He's from Sweden. Sundsvik, he will likely be playing in the WJCs. So those are some of the prospects that we can expect to be seen around Christmas time at the WJCs. And I'll go more in depth with the prospects on tomorrow's show. But folks, I am out of here for the day because I'll be heading to Chavez Ravine to cheer on the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, I had to mention this to try to win their first world series in 32 years, 32 years. It's been that long since they've won it. Good grief. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow me at StimpyJD, although it's going to be all baseball today. And what else? Oh, yeah. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you hear your podcasts. And make sure to ask your smart device to play Locked on NHL and hear the dulcet tones of such fantastic hosts like Adam Denger and Sarah Avampado, among others. So make sure to tune into Locked on NHL. It is fantastic. They do a great job and still doing a great job despite there being no hockey action for the foreseeable future. But hey, at least we have ECHL and World Juniors to look forward to in December. All right. Thank you all once again for listening. And thanks to you all for sticking around and listening and building up the audience. I very, very much appreciate each and every one of you. And I see you guys tuning in from San Diego County. Esco, I hear you guys out there. LA, you guys are still listening. So thanks to all you guys. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day practice social distancing be kind to everyone stay safe and hey ducks and even baby ducks fly together